0: What position in 2023 has the potential to change Missouri football's future fortunes? Well, believe it or not, it's not quarterback. And I want to tell you about that and more about Mizzou football recruiting coming up right now on Locked on Mizzou. You are locked on Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, all you true sons and daughters. I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. Thanks for making this your first listen every day. We surely appreciate it. And today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. And you know what? Today we're going to start with a little bit of Missouri football recruiting because although the news revolving around Mizzou football has been a little bit slow so far, I have a feeling it's about to pick up. We're about halfway through June, obviously high school football practice going to be starting in August another obvious statement but you know what that means well some of these guys some of the more important players around the state and around the country are going to be making some commitments because the earlier it just seems like the calendar for this stuff just keeps getting sped up obviously we're talking about the 2023 recruiting class here and yes indeed a lot of these guys will be committed even before they play a down their junior years of high school. Some of these guys certainly going to continue it into their junior seasons, even into their senior campaign, certainly that offseason. But this is the time where suddenly the news is going to start picking up. I'll promise you that. And you know what? I'll tell you, so far, like I said before a little bit, Missouri off to a, a relatively slow start in this 2023 cycle With just five commitments, including a a place kicker in Liberty North's Blake Craig. Well, your latest commitment, by the way, wide receiver Marquise Johnson. Some of you probably saw this news already, of course, but he's the son of former Tiger defensive back Dominique Johnson. Now, the, the younger Johnson, Marquise, again, wide receiver, his dad played on the defensive side of the ball. Johnson held an offer from Arkansas, notably, among some other Power 5 schools, including Colorado. To me, he sort of profiles as maybe a Mookie Cooper type at 5'11", 176, though he is significantly taller than Mookie. Still, relatively slight 176, and he does have the speed profile, too. So an interesting get there for sure. Now, the big name so far at least in 2023, is quarterback Gabari Johnson, the four-star player from Tacoma, Washington. Hey, if you're going to get set at a position early in the class, sort of like Missouri did with Sam Horn in the previous cycle, guess what? Love to get a four-star player at that position because now you're basically set at quarterback the most important position on the field, to say the least, and now you can, instead of spending a bunch of resources on that position, you can spread them elsewhere. Clearly Missouri could use as much help. Like every program, they're looking for as much help as they can possibly get. And obviously you could say, well, it's awfully early to just assume that you're you're set at quarterback, right? And to some extent that's true. Certainly everything's up for grabs at this point. An oral commitment is just that. It's non-binding. But when you look at the history of these things, especially the recent history of these things, for the most part, your quarterbacks, when they commit, they tend to commit. There's not a lot of of waffling unless there's a coaching change or some, some unforeseen circumstance. For the most part, it is a coaching change. Just look no further than Chase Daniel, right? He committed early to Missouri, then his... His stars, his stars started to rise. His profile got bigger. But you know what? Even though his 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 childhood team Texas came calling, well, he stuck with Missouri. And I would expect that to be the case with Gabari Johnson as well. Now, just to round out the rest of these commitments so far. Missouri has also signed defensive end Ja'Kai Lang from Troy, Missouri, and also tight end Brent Brent Nor- Brent excuse no Brett it is Brett my goodness Brett Norfleet a four star tight end from Francis Howell in Saint Charles, Missouri. Now, first of all, I love getting more depth at the tight end position. It's been a while since Missouri's had a real difference maker at that spot, but. For as much as we've talked about Sam Horn and his Major League Baseball draft possibilities, well, we actually have to talk about that maybe a little bit more with Brett Norfleet as well. Again, the tight end from Francis Howell. A good get for the Tigers, presuming he plays football here. I've got to think he probably will, but again, with Horn, you just never know. Maybe they he could have an offer that's just too good to refuse. So again, just to recap, so far Missouri has A four-star quarterback, a four-star tight end, and a couple promising players at wide receiver, and at defensive end, and a kicker as well, one of the most highly ranked kickers in the country. But should that relative lack of numbers so far, the, the quantity, should that be a any cause for concern if you're a Missouri fan? After after all, Notre Dame, for instance, well, they already have four, f- uh, excuse me, fifteen players committed, according to Rivals.com. That's three times as many as the Tigers. Well, my answer to should this be a concern is an emphatic no from my perspective. And he's here's why. Let's look at some more teams for context. Well, you've got Texas A&M. And Alabama, right? We've heard a lot about the the tide and the Aggies, especially when it comes to Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban going back and forth at each other recently about recruiting. Well, we know that those are two of the best three recruiting teams in the country along with Georgia in the past few cycles. Well, Texas A&M, like the Tigers, has exactly five commitments as of this recording, and Alabama has one less with four. So that right there tells me, yep, no cause for concern whatsoever, especially when you factor in that many of the Tigers' biggest targets, biggest both literally and figuratively, are still very much available. And that brings me to the position that has the potential to change Missouri's fortunes in the future in 2023. And I'm going to pay that off After this, but first I want to tell you about our friends at BetOnline.net, your number one source for all your betting stats and sports information, boy... The last time I did one of these reads, I questioned Stephen Curry, and that came back to bite me. Not so much questioned Steph as a player, but definitely I questioned his injury status. I thought that foot thing at the end of Game 4 just looked a little, excuse me, Game 3, I believe it was, just looked a little bit scary. Definitely worried me for sure. But hey, send that one. First ballot Hall of Famer to old takes exposed for sure. But you know what? No matter if you have good takes or bad takes, we're going to ride it out at BetOnline, head to their website today, sign up. No matter if you're into the NBA, hockey, MMA, baseball, golf, they've got you covered over at BetOnline.net, where the game starts. Ladies and gentlemen, the ultimate NBA mock draft starts in just two days. That's right, this Thursday with over 50 insiders. Nothing equals the ultimate NBA mock draft. The Locked On NBA Big Board draft experts plus... Odyssey's insiders, this is what makes the Locked On Podcast Network special. First pick is June 16th. Just search Ultimate NBA Mock Draft and follow now so you don't miss a pick. Now clearly the best two Missouri football teams of my lifetime were 2007 and 2013. Both teams had really, really good to excellent offenses, I would say, but they were sort of built a little bit differently. The 2007 offensive course was buoyed by excellent quarterback play, excellent wide receivers, and I would say solid offensive line play. On the other hand, you could sort of flip that for 2013 and say it was solid quarterback play, solid to really good quarterback play, solid to really good wide receiver play, but boy, that offensive line was truly excellent with four NFL type players. And here's the thing. I think Missouri in 2023, this recruiting class, this high school recruiting class has a chance to have that special of an offensive line moving forward. Here's why. Again, I I alluded to some of Missouri's biggest targets, literally and figuratively being available, well, that brings me to the offensive line, this high school class. Now, obviously, the line is no one's idea of a glamour position. We'd all much rather talk about quarterbacks and receivers, as I alluded to, but once the games actually start. But when it comes to recruiting, when it comes to the NFL draft, ah, yes, now the big guys, this is their moment to truly shine. And certainly Eli Drinkwitz knows their importance too. And this 2023 recruiting class, the Missouri area, I'll say, because this is a very rare and special class. And and let's start with frequent shouter out of the Locked On Mizzou podcast. By the way, my personal favorite, East St. Louis's Miles McVeigh, and this is why I said Missouri area because obviously east st louis on the other side of the mississippi but considering missouri's recent recruiting class success with tyler macon luther burden among many others dominic lovett at receiver well for all intents and purposes east st louis high is a missouri stomping ground and again miles mcveigh at six foot seven 336 pounds well obviously he is a naturally huge man that projects easily to the SEC level and I emphasize naturally huge because so often a lot of guys will be well frankly more like my size when I was in high school see I say my size because it's six foot seven well I guess Miles McVay and I would be standing eye to eye if we were talking to each other right now but I was nowhere near 336 pounds, and if I were 336 pounds, that wouldn't be healthy for me. I don't have the body capacity to actually carry that amount of weight. Now, frankly, McVeigh could possibly stand to lose 15 or 20, something like that. But again, that still would make him about 320 pounds. If you're looking at it from an offensive lineman's perspective, that's a good thing. Having to actually cut weight, in my opinion, instead of putting it on, That's a positive thing. That shows that he naturally has the body type that can carry that amount of weight. And guess what? There's a couple more guys in this class that have a very, very similar body type. One of them is Lee Summit North's Caden Green and also Logan Reichert from Raytown. So you got one guy, Miles McVay from the St. Louis area, two guys from the KC area and Caden Green and Logan Reichert. Frankly, if the Tigers get one of those three guys, I would call that a win. If they get two, it's a coup. Hey, that rhymed. I kind of like that. If they get two, it's a coup. Let's print up those t-shirts. But seriously, if if they get two, that would be incredible, and if they get all three, my goodness, we should probably throw Eli Drinkwitz and our offensive line coach Marcus Johnson a parade if that happens because Again, all three of these four-star ranked players in big-time Missouri recruiting stomping grounds have easily projectable SEC bodies, in my opinion. So the only question then at that point, once you've identified the size and the projectable bodies to that SEC level, the only question for me with linemen is, how much do they really love it? How much do they really want to be great at football? Because if the answer to that is they really, really wanted and they really love football, well, there's not many, many other questions to really answer other than just durability, which every football player has to answer. Again, I don't mean to bring it back to myself, but I can relate to to being a taller guy. I can relate to everybody going, hey, do you ever play basketball? And well, fortunately, the answer I can say is, yeah, I played a little bit in high school, blah, blah, blah. I'm sure it would get old to somebody who is a larger person who maybe didn't like football all that much to constantly be being asked, Hey, did you play football in high school? And that's really the difference. There's big guys out there, but there just aren't that many of them. You got to have that special body and the special mentality. If you get those two things together, well, guess what? You can make a lot of money at the next level. I think all three of those guys that I mentioned, again, Miles McVeigh, Caden Green and also Logan Reichert, I think they've all got that that chance and that potential. Just It's going to come down to how much they really want it and love it. And again, because of those obviously projectable SEC bodies, despite the fact that they're in Missouri's backyard, they're going to have to fight off just about everybody in the country in order to secure their services. And you know what? There's other guys in the Missouri area, in their old stomping grounds in terms of recruiting, that... Everybody else in the country's after, too. This is a really good year for football talent in this area. So you know what? Let's talk beyond the offensive line coming up right after these messages. So while I am personally most excited about the offensive line possibilities, as you can tell by that previous segment, there are several high-level players in Missouri with Mizzou interest, with a lot of Mizzou interest, of course, including CBC running back Jeremiah Love, who's currently ranked as the 49th best player in the country by Rivals.com. Now, a bit real plus in Missouri's favor here in Mizzou's favor is that it was really early on Love last season. I believe they were his second Power 5 offer, perhaps even second scholarship offer, period, Regardless, again, over a year ago, Missouri offered, but his star has really taken off since he had a big time season last year and basically, well, sort of like I was alluding to with those offensive linemen, they're going to have to fend off a lot of really good schools, including some of the highest, biggest, heaviest hitters in the Southeastern Conference. Another guy, go back to the Kansas City area, another Lee Summit product, actually, Joshua Manning. He's a four-star wide receiver. Missouri appears to be in pretty good shape with Manning as well, again, having been one of his early offers. On the other hand, you've got another Kansas City area player, Edric Hill, North KC, four-star defensive tackle. At this moment, it would appear that Mr. Hill's sights are set on Alabama. But you know what? The Tide, of course, recruit at such a high level. Perhaps the Tigers will be, to borrow a somewhat offensive phrase, the sloppy seconds, if you will. Hey, what the heck? Sometimes you got to fail upward. What can I say? That's how I got my wife. How, how else could I have figured that out? No, I'm just kidding for you folks. But ultimately, I think the biggest fish of all is actually a guy who was formerly in state, now out of state, Samuel Mapimba started his career at Ladue Horton Watkins in St. Louis. He's now at IMG Academy in Florida. Well, he's the third-ranked player nationally by Rivals.com, a five-star defensive end, a guy who, obviously, Missouri, very familiar with, in on very early, But again, like a lot of these guys, boy, Missouri is going to have to fight off just about everybody to get them. So you know what? Eli Drinkwitz, all you assistants, time to earn that money, baby. What can I say? It's not going to be easy. You've been gifted with a really special group of players in the state and just outside of it in some cases, but hey, it's time to close the deal. If you can do so, there's a chance that wow, this Missouri program can really, really keep the momentum going in terms of recruiting. And hey, hopefully in 2022, we'll see some real results on the field. But as long as the recruiting momentum keeps going, I think you have to stay the course with Eli Drinkwitz and the whole program. And finally, you know what? I've got a few minutes left here. Let's talk movies for a second. And here's the Mizzou tie-in. The movie Hustle on Netflix, starring Adam Sandler, well, guess who's also in it? Jordan Clarkson, former Missouri guard, is in the movie Hustle as well. So you know what? I'm going to give you guys a quick review of this movie. Watched it with Melissa this weekend, and really it's just a, a pretty straightforward sports movie, I would call it, that actually sort of goes beyond what you would expect, just because it's just a really smart, well-made movie. It's it, again, it's fairly straightforward. Just in terms of, hey, you know, it's an underdog story. Somebody, tra- in in this case, actually two different people. Adam Sandler is an assistant coach, scout type, who's trying to obviously advance in his career in the NBA with the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers. Meanwhile, there's this kid that he's found, played by NBA player Juan Juancho Hern- Hernan Gomez. He do, who does a really nice job in the movie, by the way, I just thought it worked because Adam Sandler, clearly a big-time basketball fan, they get all the details right. It was really smart hiring a, a real NBA player as the actor. Very easy to pull off, obviously, in that case. But again, I, I just thought it elevated itself beyond what was a fairly predictable plot in some ways, but it just getting all the basketball details right in my opinion. It all felt very authentic. And then without giving anything away, there is a very smart twist once again at the end that I thought really brought it all together and made it feel very realistic. It wasn't just some cheap sort of Hollywood payoff. It all felt very, very realistic and smart and yet satisfying all at the same time. So, To me, two thumbs up. Well, I guess one thumb up, right? I'm the only one who's reviewing it. People say two thumbs up because we have two thumbs, but never mind. Let's not get into the Siskel and Ebert minutiae at this point. The point is, Adam Sandler's Hustle, a solid movie. I'll I'll give it four out of five stars. How about that? That's clear enough. But anyway, with all that being said, I hope you enjoyed this edition of Locked on Mizzou. Don't give you a lot of movie reviews, but heck... Don't get a lot of movies with former Missouri basketball players in them too often either. So what the heck? Thanks for making Locked On Mizzou your first listen today. Once again, make your second listen, Locked On NBA Big Boards, the ultimate NBA draft, is coming on Thursday, so you don't want to miss it. Follow Locked On NBA Board Big Board today, so you can be there for the ultimate mock draft on the Odyssey app, YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, I'm John Miller, and thanks again for listening to Locked on Mizzou.